0: It's a blessing to me that we should meet. I want to thank each in a seat and anybody on their feet. We didn't think we'd be doing this back in 2003, but hey, here we are on live stream Podbean, hitting it off like 80s melodies from Aretha and Tina T. We're talking R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That allows one to listen and for the other to speak. If we seek, we can find the pod poet that's inside. However, you should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme. It can be a full page or just a few chat lines. You can be grown or a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives, but however you spend your time right now, we are Welcome to the Pod Poets Lounge Spoken Word and Poetry Trivia Game Show. I'm your host Na'Quel, appreciate you tuning in this evening. It is Saturday, May 22nd and you're in the place where we have fun celebrating our fellow poets. So that means we got some pod poets trivia set up for you. There's going to be some word power, sound, and uh, some truly, truly dope poets to get to know tonight. So if you're just tuning in, please stick around. I promise you, you will thank me later. For those who support the podcast as well, thank you so very much. We are super excited about tonight, uh, and you should be too. Treasure Board is here with us this evening alongside Taiye Yuhuru. And they are vibing in the lounge. Um, I couldn't wait, you know, the suspense was literally tearing me up um, as I just anticipated this. Um, So we'll get to meet them shortly. Uh, You can follow them on Instagram. I'm gonna share their information right here. Uh, That's at Tayeyuhuru, T-A-Y-E-U-H-U-R-U. And treasure is at A-Y-E underscore, Y-O underscore Trey, T-R-E-Y guests and uh be sure to check them out see what they got going on we're going to learn about some of their happenings uh this evening so get ready for that and if you missed um the last show here is a quick clip from episode number 30 with our guest artist Mike Lopedia, plus author and business owner a supreme poet uh here is a moment from uh, that last episode
1: oftentimes than not we're uh Paint, our black men are painted as the face of negativity violence aggression however when you look into our community we are spiritual filled peaceful people a single strand of your hair is so strong that it defies gravity you were customized and built with a warrior's body you are just so damn godly and ladies I don't know about y'all, but I feel protected in a black man's presence. And with all the hate they get, their realness remains relevant, black
2: man.
3: In in order to achieve that something in the first place, you have to work toward it. You have to climb to get it. You know, And someone who's Mm -hmm. an overachiever, that means they going above and beyond what you punch like. I punch like I got a new mission because I'm the new vision of an African-American icon and I use my black chalk on the mic to make sure the score is even when I'm leaving. What you punch like a poetic boy with a troubled tongue who has the will to speak
0: up when trouble comes to our session? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was really a a dope vibe um, hanging out uh, with those amazing, amazing artists. I appreciated them so much for it. accepting the invitation um, and all of that good stuff. Um, so if you um, missed that show, you can check it out on all streaming platforms for podcasts. Just pick your favorite and uh, enjoy. Um, if you did join us last episode, glad to have you back with us today. Uh, and if this is your first time listening, well, peace I'm big ups. Thank you very much for tuning in. And wherever you are checking in from, thank you so, so very much. It is time to meet our artists this evening yes yes let me get them here on the line like i said the group chat there's been some conversation going back and forth in anticipation getting the bios and all that good information um to make this night what it's gonna be um are you guys online
1: yep we're yes. here
0: oh yes indeed go. awesome awesome so so glad to have you guys ladies and gentlemen treasure board and taille Welcome. Welcome to the Park Coast Lounge. How you guys feeling? Feeling feeling great,
4: Feeling great. How y'all feeling?
0: Fantastic, man. I'm feeling good today, bro. Indeed. So, like I said, man, I've been looking forward to this um, in anticipation. And um, I want to start with uh, our conversation and our vibe with Treasure. Um, Treasure, you are a New Jersey based poet, um, actress, educator, uh, counselor and mentor and also the owner of Golden uh, Confections. The name alone has me like <laughs> rubbing my stomach, um, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Golden Confections and, and all these things, um, the, all these hats that you wear. Uh, but firstly, thank you so much for coming on the show. How you doing today?
1: I'm a great. I'm great. Thank you for inviting me. Um, yeah, it's Trey's Golden Confections on Instagram. It's the same. Um, and yeah that's my that's my baby right there um... started out of a necessity and a need for uh... Mm. for vegan goods i'm uh... it's all vegan donuts specifically um... i do make other vegan options but um... our focus is vegan donuts just because okay. we get as creative and as wild as we uh... want to be
0: yes uh, i think uh... sometimes that's that's the, that's the appeal uh, when it comes to vegan treats um, i like creativity especially when it comes to that cause You know, I don't know if you've been... How long have you been vegan?
1: So, I call myself an 80% vegan. Um, Okay. I've been doing it on and off for maybe the last 10 years. Um, Okay. I was strictly vegan for like four years straight, three years straight. Uh, right. So, I would go back and forth a little bit. Um, I am Caribbean, so it's pretty Mm -hmm. hard to be strictly vegan. but do it's doable. It it can do it. You can do it.
0: <laughs> why, why do you think the biggest reason for that is is the the, the type of food you you brought up on?
1: Um yeah, our our uh our history and our culture, especially um my mom's Trinidadian, my stepdad is Jamaican, mm-hmm. so our cultures are rooted a lot in like you know what's the cheapest thing you can find, and a lot of the time it's like you know corned beef hash with white rice. That's like a that was like a staple growing up. Um, and I, I loved it, you know, with some cabbage and that, that was hitting.
0: Um, so you said, um, Trini and one parent was from Trinidadian. Uh-huh.
1: So my dad is, my mom is from Trinidad. I'm sorry. And my dad is not my stepdad. I don't, I don't like calling him that. Um, he is Jamaican. Oh, okay. hmm ah,
0: Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So you wear a lot of different hats.
1: Um, I sure do. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. And I feel like, you know, operating a business, um, even when you have a team, it can be very demanding. Um, plus, you know, cultivating your craft, uh, mm-hmm. you know, your poets, um, and whatever other talents you have that I don't know about, but just thinking <laughs> about, you know what I'm saying? That, being a mom, uh, being a wife, uh, and then there's the work that you do offstage in your community. How exactly do you manage it all?
1: Um, I am very clear on boundaries um i set a lot of clear boundaries i had to learn that last year i took a break from everything in january um mm-hmm. i took a month off to see if poetry was really for me if the arts were really for me because i was ready to walk away from everything um mm-hmm. but what i learned is that setting boundaries i have a shut off time i say no to my you know my partners i say no mm-hmm. to you know my friends um and i have me time whatever that looks like for me yeah. Yeah. Um, right. But I think it starts with that. It starts with knowing what you're capable of and knowing what you need a break from.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I've I've heard similar sentiments um, about sort of how to manage uh, yourself. Uh, really, it's kind of like self care and self management mm-hmm. um, is knowing where those boundaries need to be. Because uh, people will take energy from you. You know what I'm saying? And they don't always replenish it back. Um, and not just people, but just all the things that that you have going on. So. Uh, I definitely dig that um, I know that you're a parent yes like myself
1: mm-hmm. uh, how old is your little one my daughter's 10
0: 10 years old yeah hey. um how much do you enjoy being a mom
1: uh being a mom is is crazy like um people think when moms say like my kids saved my life they sometimes think that's an exaggeration um yeah. I was a young mom you know I got pregnant at 19 um I had my daughter at 20 so I um was fortunate enough to have had a brother probably three years prior my mom had a kid you know later on in life um and i was 17 already so i kind of got used to it um okay. and there was like that that non-selfish part of myself you know that was really excited mm-hmm. and elated um yeah. but 10 years deep is, is is a struggle you know um mm-hmm. i look at all my friends now because i'm 31 you know and they're now having kids or they've only had kids for like the last four or five years yeah. and you know, I was kind of one of the first ones and, you know, you feel guilty or you feel like, you know, I won't be able to take care of this little person. It's another human being. Um, mm-hmm. But I set boundaries with my child as well. You know, being a mom, um, teaching her how to set boundaries, um, teaching her know. how to have private time for herself. It's OK to say, Mom, I need alone time, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. it's OK. And you, if I think that we start that early. They get a, mm-hmm. a much more self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I know mom motherhood is probably the best club, <laughs> the best hood to be a part of. Honestly,
0: I got to say, man, um, the dad club is pretty nice, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> as you speak about, you know, your experience being a parent um, mm-hmm. and sort of the the contrast between uh, having uh, a child later in life mm-hmm. versus a little bit earlier. What do you think may have been some of the, the bright like the bright side, like the, the real positives? that you found out of um, having your child um, before some of your, your peers did?
1: Um, definitely, I think the, the learning curve. Um, and then of course that's like on the, you know, that's on the upper end, but the lower end, the, the real frivolous part is kind of like, you know, when you want to go on vacations at 40 and 50 and, you know, your kid is of age, you know, to, mm-hmm. to take care of themselves and to be, you know, self-sufficient. You won't mind. You you can do those things. Um, mm-hmm. but I watched my mom do it. You know, my mom had me at 18, um, had my brother at 35, so, just seeing the dramatic difference in just how we were raised. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's the major thing. Like, you know, you're young, so you kinda have to grow up with your kid a little bit. Um, yeah. And you have to learn some new things. But mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the, it's, it's really rewarding, you know? And I think no matter when you do it, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my mother taught me, no one can shame you. <laughs> no one can tell you, that you did anything the wrong way, um, so yeah, I just I just I just grew up with that. Of course, there's shame attached to it when you come from certain places, or people think that you know you could have done better. That's what the people right, say a lot, right?
0: Expectations, absolutely. Right. Of what you should have done with um with your own life, um, but definitely I, I I know that on the other side of this, there's there's parents out there, or not parents, but people who want who want to be parents. Um, and and they're not able to um, you know to to have that experience in this life, um, so there's there's that as well. Um, it it's a uh, it's something you know uh, when it comes to people judging um, mm-hmm. they, what they really don't know and understand. Um, okay, I wanted to ask you uh, a little bit about um, your city and just what comes to mind uh, when you think about uh, your city, Newark, New Jersey.
1: Um, art. <laughs> I live in one of the artists capitals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I am so 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 blessed and and it's crazy because if you know the history of my city or some of its history, you know mm-hmm. Raz Baraka is our mayor. His father, mm-hmm. you know, was one of the premier poets of our time. Yes. Um and it just Mary
0: mm-hmm. Baraka.
1: You know, it's crazy. Like it's 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 a blessing. I love oh, my God. city. Um Does and it it's Yes, um, and that's why I took off, you know? You can hear it in my voice, right? Like, I, I just am so app- appreciative. Um, it energizes you, but it also, it's a love-hate relationship, you know? Um, last last Jan- last January, this January rather, when I took a break, mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. it because of the pressures of, of being in an art city, being in an mm-hmm. arts town where you feel like everything is a competition. Mind you, we were mm-hmm. in a pandemic, and right. you still feel like you got to compete for, you know, who's going to watch your, you know, Zoom. Who's going to yeah. watch your content, um, you know? So.
0: Okay. Yeah. So there's those pros and cons. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. But it sounds like, yeah, at the at the end of the day, you, you really, like, revere uh, where you are. Um, and it inspires you. Uh, I, 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 I've i done shows and I've talked about um, Amir Baraka. He's been in some of our trivia. Um, so. I got mad love uh, for New Jersey um, and poets out of New Jersey. um, And you know some of them. Um, I want to ask you if you have, uh, do you have a piece that you can share with us?
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yes, yes. Um, And I'm going to pull something new out for you guys. Um, I just wrote this for my mom maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, It's a little shorty. So uh,
0: I'm sorry. I was saying, if you hear that, um, yeah, it's a new joint for us.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I am, uh, yeah, I wrote. it's a little short one, but it, it packs a punch. That's kind of my, like, specialty. Um, I don't write for a long time, but you will remember it. <laughs> so uh, here we go. I walked in my mother's Ralph Lauren boots, forgetting where they've been. I know they've painted sidewalks the deepest of black, I can almost bet her calves made someone stare It's a guarantee her five foot three inch frame felt six foot tall. It's a wonder I enjoy wearing these shoes at all, they're a size and a half too big. But as I learned at eight years old, bigger sizes don't always mean they'll be the bigger person. Zipping them up as you zip your lip about why she needs help putting them on. They say you write poems about your mother like you'll forget her. I write poems for my mother to remind her. I snuck out of lives with sneakers bought by other chameleons. Experienced pain for the sake of beauty for ten minutes of attention and integrity not even close to my heel height. So I ask you, how do I even still fit these shoes? Thank you.
5: Hmm mm. yeah,
4: yeah, that was that was fire. That's lovely.
1: Thank you.
4: Lovely.
0: What was that line about bigger size? Does not mean
1: they're the they're the bigger person. <laughs>
0: For real, so true. Um, fantastic, y'all uh, Do you have uh, some more that you can share with us a little later on?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, feeling that. Hmm. Ah, I like that. Okay. Listen back to the show and get 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 some more of that. There's, there's some stuff in there going on. Um, and that was um that was written about your mom, or inspired by your
1: yeah. Mom? Um, my mom gave me. Some... I don't wear heels. I'm a sneaker girl, sneaker head. Um okay. So it's very hard for me, like, to buy shoes um, because I don't want to waste the money on them. Um, <laughs> and she gave me these boots, these Ralph Lauren boots that she had from maybe, like, 10 years ago. And um was like, you can wear these to work. You'll be fine. And I know you don't buy shoes because you don't like them. Um And... Walking in someone else's shoes literally and figuratively kind of mm-hmm. gives you a lot of insight on who that person mm-hmm. is. Um, mm-hmm. So the poem was very nostalgic for me yep. because I wrote, you know, from that place. Got you. Mm-hmm.
0: That's beautiful, man. Uh, I love when poetry can, can, can do that um, in all its healing glory. Um, it can just uh, take you where you need to be when you need to be there. Um, and then I heard something in there that said um, you write you write about your mom like you don't want to forget her? Yeah, Um,
1: like people tell me, um, they used to tell me rather, I write a lot about women, and I write too much about women, and I write about my mom, and I remember Mm. one of the statements was you write about your mother like you'll forget her. Um, And that was super triggering, you know? Um, Mm. But, and that's why the next line is, I write about my mother to remind her, because all of these poems goes by my mom before I say them out loud to anybody else, just out of respect. Mm. um, Mm. Because I have a couple poems that get real deep, and um really you know experience life experience so yeah. um i let her i let her read them first um so she so she knows you know um but yeah this is like reminders to her this is what she'll have you know forever um so it's not just for me it's it's like a legacy type of thing
0: that's lovely man that's really really lovely um okay So, you have some more for us later on. Um, We're going to shift over a little bit. Um, Brother, been patiently waiting. He just had the pleasure of hearing that dope piece. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Ah, yeah. What is going on, King? How
3: are you? Oh, yeah. I'm doing great. Salute to you, Queen. That poem was fire.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
4: I'm feeling great. I'm excited.
0: That's what's up, man. That's the kind of energy that we like here. Um, It's all good vibes. Um, Brother, you are also phenomenal. Um, and that's from thank knowing you, you. the things that you've done. Your bio is long. And um, it, it, it just had me thinking like, man, I, I can ask him so many questions. I could really build with this this brother for a, a while. So trust and believe you're going to get some messages from me long after this show. Um, and your energy as well, man, Is it's, it's, it's real peace. Um, yeah, so also just honored and very privileged thank you so much for for reaching out to the show um i'm more than humble and happy that uh we're able to connect um you know how are you how are you doing today how was the day treated you so far
4: man i'm feeling good the weather was nice i went for a walk you know everything is good
0: awesome awesome um you are an author uh historian uh archivist uh, mm-hmm. g- genealogist um, and you you're also an independent hip-hop artist uh, as well as a teacher
4: well I'm studying
0: ah to you're be studying a teacher.
4: yeah yeah. I teach okay. but not in a traditional sense so not in the classroom but you know I am understood community college like that you know so one day
0: got you got you that that's fantastic and I want to encourage you um, in that as well man it really seems like you have Um, what it takes, you know, um, your engagement with the community. I see the um, the work that you do. Um, And speaking of that work, we're going to touch on a little bit of that. Um, But I want to kind of get get the folks to uh, a little insight into you being an author story and all these different things. Um, We're going to talk about your book later on. That book is the Afro uh, Set Black Nationalist Party for Mm Self-Defense. Okay. we're going to get into that um and that is that your first and only book or just your
4: yeah definitely this is my first book
0: okay congratulations um on Thank that you. as well hope you have many more uh definitely. as a as a historian uh, what time period in history uh, do you like researching
4: well honestly i like studying uh global black history that's my favorite you know everywhere i right. go around the world i always try to find the black people and the accomplishments Mm -hmm. and the things Mm -hmm. that they have done. But as far Mm -hmm. as uh, the area that I will have more expertise on is Mm -hmm. the Black Power Movement of Cleveland during the 1960s and 1970s. -hmm. I actually was able to sit down and conduct hundreds of interviews and Mm -hmm. do years of research specifically on that time period.
0: Mm, Okay. Um, What was the biggest, uh, I guess, takeaway... Uh, From that black power movement um, during that time period uh, in terms of its its impact on. Black people living in Cleveland,
4: Um, I think it was a lot of things, I mean, it was just more community orientated, more people sticking together, people. You know, mm-hmm. willing to fight and sacrifice a lot more for change. You know what I'm saying? Especially by being mm-hmm. a place where I'm from, a place where I live, a place where my family is from. I can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, relate to it a lot more. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. Do you still see that um, the remnants or the residue uh, of that that spirit, of that movement, of that time period um, still in the community?
4: Um, I think you see a little bit of it, but it's not as strong as it was, you know, due to things like COINTELPRO, the war mm-hmm. on drugs, the crack mm-hmm. era and different things like that. But they definitely planted some major seeds. And I, I think that I'm one of those examples of that.
0: Mm, how so?
4: Man, just going out into the community, trying to organize and, you mm-hmm. know, build institutions. That Mm -hmm. would empower our people. You know, in 2016, I co-founded a food cooperative. So cooperative economics. That's one of the things Mm, that, um, you know, the black nationalists promoted. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's something that Garvey promoted. So it's something that's Mm kind of always been around. You know, so Mm -hmm. that's something that I wanted to try to do. And we've been successful. We've got a lot of people to, you know, invest and come out Mm -hmm. and learn about cooperative economics. Um, Hopefully we'll be opening up. Maybe next year we'll have a building.
0: That sounds amazing, man. Um, I think it's an important part of uh, the overall uh, struggle for a better quality of life, uh, more justice, um, just more living um, that our people yearn for uh there's been a we gonna to touch on this uh as well later on as you mentioned COINTELPRO, pro uh the war on drugs uh other mechanisms uh and tools that have been used to undermine um yeah the uh, just the life uh and existence of black people uh globally um i wanna ask you about being an archivist or an archivist uh did you have' because i didn't know what what exactly this was so did you have to like attend school for like records management or library science? How are you using a skill like that?
3: Well,
4: no, I don't have a degree in being an archivist. It's just more so experience, Mm -hmm. like being a world traveler, being a historian, being an author, you know, it's more of my independent study. So in terms of my research, I've collected hundreds and thousands of, Pictures and documents and okay. uh, video footage and, you know, different things in reference to, like I said, the black power movement in Cleveland. Yes. So I've recovered a lot of pictures that people haven't seen in over 50 years. I've recovered video wow. footage that people mm. you know haven't seen, you know, for more than 50 years. So I have a lot of that stuff. You know, some was okay. gifted to me by some of the elders Mm -hmm. you know they was like you know you the one i want you to have it
5: yeah yeah, nobody
4: else get it and then some of the other things i had to actually hunt for like i had to go out of town i had to go to certain universities Mm -hmm. i had to go to news stations i had to go to Mm -hmm. you know city hall and public libraries and you know just going to different places and collecting Mm -hmm. different things that i could find old newspaper articles Mm -hmm. things like that
0: Mm, that is a serious serious amount of work man um uh I just imagine. I'm thinking to myself, what does this brother eat, you know, to to have the fuel, um, to just keep going uh, and 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 doing what you do. That that's intense work. Uh, as you say, it it's not. It's tenuous. It's tedious, right? Am I right?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. But I'm up for it. You know, I'm built for it. I try to eat Sounds healthy, like man. It, man. I eat a lot of <laughs> fruits and vegetables. You know what I'm saying? I mean, more and more yeah. fruits and vegetables every day. I try to make a smoothie once or twice a day, switch it up green today, yellow tomorrow, orange. You know, and more life, like
0: that. yo. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Definitely. And, you know, as you were talking about um, collecting uh, information over the years, um, you made me think about Amiri Baraka. Oh, yeah. Um, I vi- I visited Amiri Baraka's home um, a number of years ago. And when I did, um, he, he brought me uh, and my wife, uh, I think she was there. Um, he brought, she was there, but I think he brought us into the basement and um, we went into the basement. And in his basement, there was like boxes and boxes and boxes. It would be like newspaper clippings, uh, magazines. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just like a catalog and it was all stacked. Um, and if, <sighs> yeah man it's like it's like it was like a treasure it was just like a a gem i want to ask you what are um one or two of your your like your highly regarded or prized uh collections uh, of history uh so far
4: um i think it would it would definitely be video footage of my family you know what i'm saying video Hmm, footage mm -hmm. of the afro set the black power groups marching and you know performing you know um I got footage of fashion shows, uh, okay. musical performances, you know, them playing the Congo drums, them doing gotcha, them military okay. drills. You know, they had a drill team and different things like that. I, I definitely yeah. cherish those for sure. Being able to see and hear yeah. my mm-hmm. uncle speak and, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things that he, some of the things that I read about and I heard people tell me about, I was mm-hmm. able to hear him say some of those things. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, Mary Baraka. He was in Cleveland during that time. My uncle got a chance to work
0: with mm. him. My okay. uncle was a
4: poet, you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. Did did his poetry influence you in any way? Did you read some of his poetry as well? You're you speaking
4: about my uncle? Oh, uh, Well, yes. I was able to uh, recover some of his poetry. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, the things that people told me about his poetry because they didn't record mm-hmm. a lot of stuff back then. But, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the the okay. information that they was given to me, like he was very militant. You know, he was very strong. Okay. He was very pro-black yes. in his poetry. And I try to put put a lot of that into my raps and put that into okay. my music, you know, so.
0: Indeed, man. And I think about that, you know, um, being militant, um, being strong, um, being black. Uh, it's sometimes something that even black poets shy away from or they run away from it. They don't embrace it um, in their art. Um, and I, I, it sounds like you had, you know, the certain types of fertilizer, if you will, um, influences around you. in as you're growing up, that would have made you want to know more about yourself, um, sort of embrace your blackness. Uh, is there anything that comes to mind when you think about um, why you just you, you, why you're into you so much? And your Oh, history. yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, That's something that started with my family at a young age. So basically, uh, my great-grandfather, he was a Mm -hmm. part of the great migration. You know, he was one of the millions of African-Americans that left the South and they came up to the North in search of better opportunities and less oppression. You know, they was in Atlanta, they was in Georgia, and he came up to Cleveland in the 1920s and he joined Mm -hmm. the UNIA. He was a follower of Marcus Garvey. I never met my great-grandfather, but my great uh, my grandmother his daughter she was around at that time so she attended some of the parades and marches That's she watched great. them raise the red and black and green flag and she shared mm. some of these stories with me as a mm-hmm. kid you know she told me that her father mm-hmm. wanted to move back to africa and that okay. we are africans you know so i always okay. admired and yeah. respected black history and african history and african culture and my uncle, which is, you know, my grandmother's son, my mom's brother, you know, he started his own movement, you know, in the 1960s. So, you know, I grew up hearing the stories about my uncle and how powerful he was, but he was really respected and how he took Mm -hmm. care of the family, all the Mm -hmm. things he did for different relatives and, you know, Mm -hmm. teaching people Swahili, teaching people African language and African history and African culture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my mom, she gave me my first black history books, black history A to Z. So, you know, I was blessed and fortunate enough to, you know, get a jump on those things.
0: Yes, indeed, man. And um, what a prize and, and, and a blessing it is, uh, I think, to have that at such early age. Um, you know, if we understand how early, actually around three years old, uh, the impacts of racism, uh, white supremacy can be felt. You know how critical it is to uh, take care of the mind of a developing child um, man, no so doubt. that they so that they stay nice and safe. Um you, uh, you, you like uh, spending time with family, um, as you just, you, know, you just explained to us. And um, you also like studying different cultures. Um, you, lo- you like learning foreign languages. You like trying new foods. You like reading books. You enjoy gardening and writing music. Um, where And because you so traveled, I want to ask you, where is your preferred place to write music in the world? Man, you said
4: my preferred place. Uh, yeah. I don't really have a f- preferred place to write. It's just, you oh, know, like you yeah. say, home Home is where the heart is. As long as my mood is right <laughs> and my mental is yeah, right, yeah. then I'm good. I could Everything be alive. In, in, okay. Yeah, I, I'd be in anywhere, but I definitely love and feel at home when I'm in Africa. That's my favorite place, my favorite continent. But it's almost mm-hmm. 60 different countries in Africa, but I, I feel good whether I'm in South Africa or Kenya yeah. or Ghana or Senegal or Egypt, you know, so.
0: Mm, that's what's up that's what's up um if this were another show and we had more time i would ask you sort of about the dynamics in those different places um because i'm curious Uh, i'm very curious i know as you say it's a big place uh the big continent uh there's many different cultures ways of doing things um and there's different levels of influence um in terms of uh, forces outside of Africa or uh, non-black forces, racism, white supremacy—it influences, plays out differently in different places. So I'd be curious uh, to know what your experiences uh, were like in the different countries. Um, but that's for another day. Um, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, since you since you do like gardening, I like it myself. Um, what are some of your favorite plants to uh, to raise?
4: Man, it's uh, since the pandemic, I really haven't been able mm-hmm. to do anything. My family, they got a mm-hmm. garden going, I inspired them to mm-hmm. do that, so that was a win nice, for me. I got nice. them to get out there and <laughs> got the kids <laughs> active and things like that. But Beautiful. uh, my number one thing was my, my avocado. I had took this out avocado, okay. avocado from uh, I was in Colombia, I had a yeah. pit and I brought yeah. it back. It was like 2017.
0: Yes, that I mean, that's a lot. You like, I
4: mean, you know. <laughs> 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 so i planted it i mean i didn't even plan it you know i took the mm-hmm. toothpicks and I, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with the process not, but not I, really, I had a styrofoam okay yeah, okay so i took the pit out of an avocado right and i took a, a styrofoam cup and i put the toothpicks in the side and i put the water okay. in the cup and let it sit yeah. and then the pit starts to crack open and then oh, the roots okay. start to come out you know what i'm saying okay ah. and, it, you know what i'm Science. saying then it turns into a plant it starts growing up then i put it in the dirt and it then got pretty tall now you know what i'm saying it ain't like a yeah, tree yeah. but just to see it grow the big leaves and everything yeah. like that so that's basically sight. that's one of my favorite you know projects
0: no doubt man that's lovely and um you know i, I think about as you're talking about that and, and you sound like you're lighting up man um as you speak about it i think about marcus garvey and in oh, yeah. one of his speeches, I, it doesn't come to mind now, but he talks about the gentle touch of nature um, and just how you I think about how you can have that uh, that sort of power, strength and force. And, and yet still um, that that balance, um, the tenderness, the, the delicate, the the emotional uh, soundness and spiritual connection, um, just like a holistic um, thing in it he he came to mind uh, when you talked about that um just now yeah i'm 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 i love i love nature man i love gardening i tomatoes and things like that i haven't gotten my stealth all situated just yet uh for the spring going into summer uh but i'm definitely working on it um all right taye brother do you have a piece that you can share with us
4: oh man <laughs> you put me on the spot let me see uh i'm gonna come off of something i got let me see you want to hear a verse uh and i
0: also have uh the stuff that you did send me i received it
4: oh okay cool cool so you're gonna play that later all right uh let me see my mind runs a million miles per hour they can't stop me they ain't got the power if they put me in the ground i still rise like a flower higher than the eiffel tower ancestors give me power to devour Each and every enemy and every coward. This for Fred Hampton, Mark Clark, Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, Bob Marley and Peter Tosh. (laughs) And all the slaves who had to run away in the dark. You in my heart. Mm. This for the lost martyrs, the Omar Majis and Bunchy Carters and all the comrades who locked away on false charges and all the soldiers that fall regardless. And all of those who died in the freedom rides and long marches.
0: And peace
5: for now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My kind of jam. Um, all right, brother. Will well, you have some more for us later, right?
4: So I'm about to come up with some. <laughs> I got I got I got flows
0: in my head. I bet you do, man. Um absolutely brilliant, man. Thank you again uh for sharing. Um we're gonna get to know uh Taya a little bit later on, um even more. Uh, But if you have just tuned in or if you've um, you've been listening now for a little while, please continue to stick around. You are vibing at the Pod Poets Lounge with me, our Tai Ye Yuhuru and Treasure Board. Uh, Be sure to follow and support their projects. Catch our latest episode at home or on the go from your favorite listening app. One of these poets tonight, tonight, tonight will get a prize Sponsored by CompuFix Solutions, which is an IT firm providing safe and secure remote technical support. But tonight's Pod Poets Trivia winner will be dropping off some heat in the July issue of The Inc. magazine. Their writing will be published there in the spilled ink section. Shout out to God's Inc., the uh, spoken word artist, the creative director behind The Inc. magazine. Uh, very funny host of the words I never said podcast uh congrats as well brother to um, to you for launching your open mic recently on uh, the clubhouse app I will see you there soon I think they just put it on Android a little late but we here um, you can follow the ink magazine at the ink magazine on instagram and you can check out God's ink at God's underscore ink underscore spoken word see what he's got going on you can find us there while you're there at Uh, the underscore pod poets, underscore lounge. Uh, And you can also check out our website and be sure to subscribe on YouTube and help us uh, grow our numbers there. So the vibe continues. Yes, indeedy. Um, It is pod poets trivia time. So let's get into that. Yeah. Let's shift things on over here. Okay. So tonight's categories, um, are the stuff folder ig meaning instagram poet black lgbtq rhythm and poetry and word whiz those are three categories for tonight and they're also there in the description uh as a little reminder there so the way this works is our poets are going to pick a category i'm going to read and share the questions or we're going to listen to something um, and then share the question based off what we heard This first round will be all group questions. That means the poets will lock in their choice and they can tell me out loud or they can text it uh, in the chat. If you're in the room and you want to play along, please join us. It's one point for each correct answer. And the questions can be multiple choice or they can be true or false. All right. That's all the rules. You guys guys got that? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Yes. Yes. Ready, ready. Okay, we've got one ready. Yeah, I'm ready. we yeah, get a two? I'm ready. Yo, yep. Okay, we got a two. <laughs> All right, let's rock and let's roll. We're going to start it off with a quick little test question just to, you know, get our feet wet. Uh, so let's do that. Your first question is, it's not worth any points. Uh, you shouldn't trust atoms because, is it A, they always start in stuff? Is it B, they <laughs> make up Everything. <laughs> or is it C? They're mostly empty space.
4: That's say, an easy uh, one. B
0: <laughs> B. B is correct. Yes, you got it. Alright, straight out the gate. Alright, I like that. So let's get right into it. Um, we'll start this off with uh treasure. Uh you can pick our first category.
1: Okay. Um I'll go... You had um, Poetry and Rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I'll try that one.
0: Okay. Get right over there for you. All right. So here we go. This category, uh, sh- it it shares a, a line or a lyric, and you just got to tell me if it's uh, from a rap uh, or if it's poetry. Okay. So here we go. Here's your first one. And this is for both of you. So your line is... Uh, It's a treachery hidden up the sleeves of men. Magic will only work for those who do believe in them. Who said this? Or not who said this rather, but uh, a rap. Is this uh, from a rap song or from a poem?
1: I'm going to say that's from a rap.
0: Okay, we've got rap. Mm -hmm. And what did you say? uh, A poem. uh, Poetry. I'm going to go
4: with a poem. Poetry.
0: Okay. Treasure is actually right on this one. This is from a rap song by Salt (laughs) and Pepper. I think that joint was called um, Black Magic. Mm. Okay. You are up, Taya. What category for you, sir?
4: Okay. What is this? uh, Let
0: me see. Word we is. Okay. You got it. So, these are sometimes literary devices, um, just terminologies relating to spoken word or poetry, uh, or just words and trying to get the definitions. So, here we go. Your first question from this category is What is a capstone? And this is for both of you as well. What is a capstone? Is it A, a part of a vehicle's tires? Is it B, a stone fixed on top of something? Is it C, the final chapter of a novel, or is it D, the hardest part of a project? Oh, man.
3: Hmm.
0: I hear the, I hear the wheels turning.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. B? I'm
0: going to go okay. with B. Um, B. I'm
1: going to go with C.
0: Okay. C, the final chapter of a novel. I could be wrong. B is Actually, correct here. Hey. Yeah, no. It is a stone fixed on top of something. All right. We are tied up. Okay, treasure. It is uh, your um, turn.
1: I'm going to stick to what I was good at
0: um,
1: <laughs> rhythm and poetry. All
0: right. You got it. I can dig that. Here is your line a poem or a rap. Hell is empty. And all the devils are here. I'm gonna go rap. On <laughs> you, by the way. Okay, you think I'm that's- I'm gonna rap. go poet.
4: Let me get poetry.
0: Okay. I like this one. All right. So this is actually from a poem. Yeah. So, yes, Taya, you got that one correct. This one is from uh, William Shakespeare.
1: Ooh. He has some words. Interesting go ahead, line, Willie. right?
0: Got some balls there. All right. <laughs> Okay, Taille, you are up. What category for you, sir? Uh,
4: let me get that word. with. is
0: indeed here. We go. This term relates to the sense of what gustatory relates to the sense of is it a taste, b smell, c touch, or d hearing?
1: Uh, taste.
0: Yeah. Okay. A taste.
1: taste.
0: Okay. Yes, that is correct. Well done. Yeah, I'll do that one just like that. Alright, treasure, you are up. What category for you?
1: Oh, uh, let's go word whiz again.
0: Word whiz. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this term. Which term relates to the sharpness in how you reply? The sharpness in how you reply. Is it a ecliptic is it b sharply is it c reply all or is it d rejoinder this term relates to how sharply you reply sharply is it b yeah i think b too i'm gonna go
1: the obvious choice yeah b
0: this is actually d that is the best answer here rejoinder is a word that actually means reply and rejoinder means reply, especially in a sharp or a witty way.
1: That was a good one.
0: That was a good guess, though. Mm-hmm. I threw that sharply in there.
1: <laughs> you got to throw us off. I see you. <laughs> I see what you're doing
0: there. Um, Ty, you are up. What category three, sir?
4: I'm going to go word whiz again.
0: All right. You got it, sir. Here we go. Tell me about this word. Which word mm-hmm. refers to? To things that are going well. Is it A sprightly? Is it B unsatisfactory? Is it C copacetic? Or is it D wanting? Copacetic. Yeah, that's C from both our poets. Yes, that is correct. A thing copacetic. Okay. Treasure, you are up. What category for you? Um
1: The same one. I'm liking this. Wordwith? Yeah, wordwith. Okay.
0: All right, here's a little curveball for you. If you multiplied the number of syllables in the word abysmal times the number of letters in the word, your answer would be if you multiply the number of B. syllables, we've got what? What was that? B. We've got B for taille. B. And B as well for treasure. And B is about it, about it. That is correct. Yes. Nicely. Nicely done. Okay. Looking good here. It's a close game. It's uh, four treasure and five taille. Uh Let's uh, get a couple more questions into this round and then um, get to know you guys a little bit more. I think uh, treasure is up. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That was mine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So taille. sorry. What category for you, sir? Uh, let me go with the uh, rhythm and poetry. All right. We are going there. Mm-hmm. Your line. Flame on. I know the light is bright, but keep on watching me. Is this from a rap song or from a poem? Flame on. I know the light is bright, but keep on watching me
4: man i'm gonna have to go with is that a song I'm
0: you think that go. is a song
1: yeah hmm. i'm gonna go song
0: okay we've got song there as well uh did you say song as well uh taya yeah song you did okay y'all sticking together on that one huh <laughs> Well, it worked out for you. It Look worked out for you. Yes, that is from uh, KRS-One. Hip-hop versus rap. Mm. Okay. Let's get a couple more in there. Uh, Treasure, you are up. What category for you?
1: Um, we're going to go back to WordWiz.
0: All right. Now, as soon as a category uh, is finished, mm-hmm. we will switch over to, uh, to another category. And that will be uh, it for the evening. So, uh, WordWiz is getting a lot of love tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, the loving might have to come to an end in about five questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. The word penumbra means the partially illuminated outer part of a shadow created by a solid object. Do you think this is true or False. 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 This is actually true. What? This one is actually true. Yes. Ooh. Here we go. Switching right back over. Uh, Taye, category for you, sir.
4: Uh, let me get, get the, uh, the rhyme. Rhythm the and rhyme poetry. Po- yeah, rhythm and poetry.
0: All right. Here is your line. May God forgive us, though we dwell inside a paradox. Is this from a rap song or from a poem? Uh, poetry. Okay. Poetry. We got poetry. poetry. Poetry as well. Mm-hmm. This is a Tupac. <gasps> this is actually a Tupac line that. from Revolution.
1: Wow.
4: It's mm-hmm. a Tupac line from one of his poems or one of
0: his... <laughs> right. That's a good <laughs> it's one. It's a rap song, Revolution. Uh, I like that. I like that. Good try. Good try there. I like that. I like that. All right. One more question for this round. Um, Treasure, where are you going to take us?
1: Uh, Rhythm and rhyme. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's head over there. Okay. Here is your line. That holy water that you soak in has been poisoned when everyone else is more comfortable remaining voiceless. Is this from a rap song or from a poem. That holy water that you soak in has been poisoned when everyone else is more comfortable remaining voiceless.
1: That's a song. song. That is a song. Mm.
0: We got song from both of you? Yes. Yeah. Well, you're both correct once again.
1: I know who that is too. (laughs) yes say it say it say it
0: yes it is and Ryan Lewis Mm
1: -hmm. in their
0: joint called Same Love I like
1: that that.
0: well done nicely played y'all okay so it's a very 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 close game all right in fact did did you say uh, song as well just now for that one, Taye? Yeah,
1: he
0: said so. He did. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. My apologies. So it's a very, very close game. Um, it's He is uh, one point um, in the lead uh, at seven uh, to treasure six. So that's where we are right now out of the first round. Very, very well played. Yes, indeed. Time to... Get back into some conversation um, with these with these amazing souls doing so much on and uh, and off stage. Um, okay, so here we go. Let's shift this back over. I have some questions uh, uh, for you, Treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on a, a little bit about um, sort of what you do with your uh, with your vegan uh, treats business. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go back into that a little bit. Um, where can folks go to? You know what yeah let me do it this way Mm -hmm. um like specializing in um in vegan treats uh you you know i think i've said this earlier you're kind of speaking my language um have you ever have you ever done any kind of expos or food shows like vegan food shows i'm curious
1: um as i've actually not um because how this started um my parents are diabetics um, okay. I wanted to start giving them some my dad ate a lot of like vegan sugar-free type of treats that were absolutely disgusting So I went to mm-hmm. give him options that he knew were healthy. He knew what was in mm-hmm. it and he wasn't sacrificing taste That's how okay. the original thing started. Of okay. course, my dad loves me and told everyone he knew um, <laughs> and then I started um, You know selling them. I did a lot of um, smaller vendings um, okay. I actually been really nervous to do larger ones um, okay. because I'm my own business is only two years old, um. Okay. So you know, what, I'm I'm kind of, of yeah, I'm kind of like still a baby, but um, I would love to like work up to that, um, mm-hmm. to do that because I think that's that'll give me some some of the validation that I also need to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. a lot of the times in business, you know, you get those lulls or you get those slow periods. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can say because I have another business as well. Yeah. This definitely showed me like what to do and how to do it during those times.
0: Those times. mm -hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Um it's it's funny that you um say that that way because there's this there's this quote on my refrigerator uh that says something like, Um, learn to deal with the valleys. Uh the hills will take care of themselves.
1: Most definitely. Uh, Something
0: like that. (laughs) Um it's always a, a nice reminder seeing that on the fridge. Uh, I so you mentioned your other business. Mm-hmm. Um is that uh evil Evolu Culture? Ventures? Evolu
1: Culture? Yep. Evolu-, Evolu, Culture Evolu Culture Ventures LLC. Yes and Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, about this is this excites <laughs> me a lot. Okay, um we are a poetry collective, collaborative. Um we are curators, we are poets. All all of us have our own uh talents. Um mm-hmm. it is a group of five amazing people. Um, we are LLC'd as of 2020, so that was a big deal for us. Nice. Um, our CEO and founder is Sean Battle, um, a huge, huge poetic force in Newark, New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, who kind of like, you know, became a, a, like an anchor for me. Um, and I'm actually his president. So he's the CEO. I am the president of that business. Um, we actually are fortunate enough to have been in Lincoln Park Music Festival last year oh, uh, oh. as its first ever poetry night, poetry uh, okay. section, um, which is done, like a monumental thing. Um, mm-hmm. And fine. through that, um, we've been around for the last six years in October and. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just a huge uh, way to give back to our city. We give. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean has this mm-hmm. saying. It says, "Poets don't um, s- show; they show out." So mm-hmm. um, we curate shows, you know, for everyone. Um, one of our favorite shows to do is call our Evolution & Mic, um, and it started out as a monthly open mic, um, open mic rather, for people that just mm-hmm. wanted to create, you know, get in tune with uh, poetry. Or and we're very mm-hmm. inclusive. Um, mm-hmm. It is not just poetry. You can be a rapper. You can be okay. a singer. You can be whatever you want to be. Um, okay. But yeah, that that that's like my that's my other baby. Um, and exactly. you can find us at evoluculture as well. Yes, we have a website. Uh, where We sell merch. Um, but yeah, that that um, is like a major major reason. I know I spoke to you before about um, being an artist, but also being a curator and a business person. You kind of have to have two minds, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, sort of go between the two um, as you need to. Uh, I know for me, sometimes wearing both hats, I get I get stuck in one hat uh, and it's sometimes hard to to shift. But uh, you do it quite gracefully. And I I know it's not easy. Uh, You know, that's that's two businesses. And again, as I started off the conversation uh, in the interview by saying you you got quite a lot uh, going on on your plate and in doing sort of the the work uh in the public eye and and being out there you're touching and influencing a lot of people you've you've taught some amazing rising stars um but obviously you shine yourselves yourself Uh, you've been featured on the album uh voices of new york yeah (laughs) is that the poetry collective as well
1: no that is actually an amazing producer friend of mine he is based out of london and he came to new york to visit friends and said i want to get together the dopest poets from new york and new jersey um and he invited me and that was a pleasure that's on you know anywhere you follow music itunes spotify um so yeah (laughs) and then i was was a theater teacher for a long time that's uh where the other part comes from
0: okay Mm mm-hmm um, what was that project like? Uh, working with those other poets to put that together. Man, was that
1: it was different? a whirlwind. Yeah, it was. It was my first time in a long time on on uh, a record. I actually okay. uh, wanted to sing my entire life. I grew up um, in the industry uh, for a while. I was homeschooled because I was signed to a record label when I was uh, eleven. Uh, mm-hmm. But decided high school, you know, was mm-hmm. great. <laughs> so I went to high school, but um. <laughs> Uh, my, my One of my lines is I lived many lives in this 31 years um, But that was an amazing experience Because I really Really got to know some poets That I have never heard of before And I'm, I'm very in touch with the New York scene And it's one of the reasons why As a company of Evoluculture we don't deal in having the same people perform over and over and over we love new artists we love new people we love new energy and what if that energy comes from brazil it comes from brazil if it comes from new york it comes from new york you know we we take it from wherever it comes from because everyone deserves a space Mm -hmm. um but for me to get that opportunity and i was only one of two new jersey poets that he you know reached out to so for that to be the um Reason it was it was amazing to be thought of you know in that way. Mm-hmm. I think I told you before I never really thought I was uh, worthy of this scene when I first got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know now I realize creating your own lane is kind of the best way yeah. to go. Um, so yeah.
0: So so well said, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you know as a, as an entrepreneur um, and a trailblazer in your own right, you know what are some challenges? Uh, it could you could even just think of one perhaps mm-hmm. that you've had to overcome. Uh, to sort of keep your business on track um, and maybe how you pivoted uh, towards success in the face of that challenge.
1: Um, everything in business is not personal. Mm. Um, yeah, I think enough said. But um, <laughs> everything in business is not personal. Right. Um, I know we spoke about juggling and understanding and learning, but we also spoke about you know handling both hats. When you are in one hat, mm. that's where you stay. Um, When you're in the other one, that's where you stay. And sometimes you have to have a dual mind um, Mm -hmm. in certain situations and making certain decisions. But I learned from the most um, lucrative of businesses around me that Mm -hmm. everything in business does not equal personal or does not equal malice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: Important lessons. Um, Yeah. And I I also this is the last question I have before Mm -hmm. I ask if you can share another piece with us. Is uh, What advice would you would you give to someone who's interested in following their own passion for food? Food,
1: make sure you like it first. Ah, I like that. make sure it tastes good to you first. Like I told you, this started out as a very selfish venture, um, something for my parents alone. Right. So that means I needed it to taste good to them and for me. Right. Um and that's why it, it has you know blown up and and I've gotten such a great response because I that's cook for me, advice.
0: yeah. I think that is outstanding, outstanding advice, definitely. And and it, your story is is sort of I've I've heard similar stories in how uh, individuals that start vegan um, companies or vegan treats, whether it's a bar or you know like kind or um, honest. Um, you know, there's those different brands that uh, mm-hmm. that cater towards uh, that demographic of people that it, it actually started from either allergies, you know, something they couldn't eat um, or just as you said, there's just a lot of poor, poor uh, choices out there. Uh, so you got to do your own thing. Um, OK, so treasure, I think you have another piece ready. I yes. sure do.
1: Um, yes, yes. I'm actually going to do the piece that is on the album. Um, mm. So, Yeah. Cause it's voices on, of on New York voice of New York. Yes. It is on oh, the okay. album without the musical portion. So, okay. um, yeah, you, this is the musical portion with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> Take what belongs to you to get ahead. Cause folks will use you up But girl. Don't let it be said that they use you and abuse you place you in a rut. Don't get get yours no matter whose throat you cut. Not so average girls break through rib cages every day, B. Oh, you thought your heart was safe because you played a good game of high energy and ill intention and thought she wouldn't see right through it. The mind and the pussy have instant replay. The moment we had sex, you no longer had any say because sex and power do this thing and it gets crazy when everybody in the room thinks that they have it. But we're still out here calling sexually liberated women savage ladies and gentlemen we have to stop fucking for space filling gaps and holes with bodies that have already left the game but see that comes with the intention that we failed to mention like be easy but not too easy and be a bitch but only where it fits because niggas ain't shit and bitches ain't loyal but just last week we were trying to convince the world that we were actually royal Mm. so i think it's why i asked myself whatever happened to really good sex you know the kind where your souls match and you don't question their truths or their lies you just know they treat you really really good see i don't break through rib cages anymore That became a very tedious chore because I put their pleasure before my own. They labeled me whore. So I had to do some spiritual protection, but don't get it twisted. I still like really good sex. I just needed to be healing first. Mm -hmm. So when you get the privilege to have really good sex, I need you to be healing first. So you can look it in its face and say... No thanks, forget so come morals, playing by your own rules. Stealing ain't never hurt nobody, don't be no fool. Cause if you don't take, he ain't gonna give. Go ahead, get yours, girl, you know you gotta live. Thank you.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Absolutely beautiful. Thank beautiful. So that was fire. so warm. You sound, you sound beautiful. You, it's you. so hard hitting, yeah. It had me upstairs here, uh, <laughs> in the dome. Swirling around. Beautiful piece. Um, thank you. thank you so much. I, I hope that we have time um, for 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 one more. Um but for now, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more uh to our brother Ta Gotcha. Uh Yuhuru.
1: Oh and I also uh, want to say Taye I also traveled my ass off. I was had that privilege. Um and one of my favorite par- places is Ghana. So okay. I found that amazing when so, you said that. Um I got blessed with Kente and and we got robed as well while I was there. So that's amazing.
0: Traveling is unmatched.
4: Oh wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I got to do it. Um I'm I'm the only one on this call right now that uh just wants to travel and hasn't done it quite like that. Um, no, nah, that's dope. That's really, really, uh, really dope. Um, so, speaking of traveling, um, Taye, I wanted to ask you, when did your passion uh, for traveling uh, sort of develop?
4: Um, I think it's something that started at a young age. My mom, she used to drive a Greyhound. So, she would take me okay. and my brothers and sisters, you know, on uh, trips to like New York or Chicago or Cincinnati, Detroit, you yes. know, places around the way.
0: Okay. And uh, I know that um some of your travels uh specifically deals with uh trips to Africa. Um you visit Africa often. Uh, I don't I don't know how much that has changed, um, but I'm curious if you know the names, uh Marira or Ashra
4: Oh yeah, most definitely.
0: Okay, okay. They were um two of the individuals who I uh, came across, um learned a lot from um About Black History, African History, Comedic History, and um and also they came to mind when I thought about the type of work that you do. Um, have you ever met met them?
4: Oh wow, that's an honor, man. To even be thought of, you know, in the same capacity as some, you know, some elders as great as they are. Um, no, I never met them, man. Only on YouTube, you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, indeed, Uh, definitely. Um, some elders who put in a lot of work, a lot of work to to bring. Knowledge, uh, information and wisdom and history, um, yeah, all that good stuff uh, and expose a lot of lies, things like that um, through their work and their research. Yeah, it just comes to mind, man I, especially when I talk what you describe all that goes into your researching, uh, you, you know and, and, and your, your, the work that you do in archive, in archiving things, uh, it definitely made me think of them and the trips that they take. Um, okay. So I want you to tell me about the trips that you curate uh, to Africa and how our listeners who may be interested can learn more.
4: Oh okay yeah definitely. Um every year I do educational tours. I take African Americans to different parts of Africa and basically the purpose of the tours is to help clear up a lot of misconceptions and misinformation mm-hmm. that we have received throughout our life. You know what I'm saying? So We have tours available to Ghana, Senegal, Egypt, South Africa, Kenya. Um, I'm looking to add more countries, Tanzania, Madagascar, you know, as countries are opening up. Um, You can go any time of the year. You could do a payment plan. Um, The tours include a hotel, breakfast, dinner, you know, all of the activities, travel insurance, Mm -hmm. flight insurance. So, for example, if we go to Egypt. We'll go mm-hmm. to the Valley of the Kings, the Valley of the Queens, Hatshepsut's Temple, the Temple of Lux mm-hmm. or the Temple of Karnak. go to Saqqara, okay. Giza, Memphis. We go to the Red Pyramid, the Bent Pyramid, the Step Pyramid, the uh, Sphinx, um, the Pyramids of Giza, the Cairo Museum. Mm-hmm. We ride the camels. We ride down the Nile. So all of these okay. activities are included. You know, you don't have to pay again. You know, everything will be covered. Um, and the Egyptian tour is more so a focus on ancient African history, 5,000, okay. 10,000, you know, years ago. But then, like I said, we have tours to Ghana, where we focus on that West African transatlantic slave trade mm-hmm. history, go to the okay. door of no return, the slave okay. dungeons. We learn about the Ashanti and, you know, different things like that.
0: Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I-, I love that kind of work. I love what you're doing. Um so many people are really disconnected uh, from even certain parts of their roots um, because of uh, the effects of uh, transatlantic slave trade. Uh, So your work with uh, these trips, um, plus your work with uh, doing genealogy, um, really all just kind of ties in. Um, What's one of the most rewarding things that you, that you say you, you kind of get when you open up someone's eyes or you, you open up someone's eyes to their to certain things about their culture that they did not know um certain aspects of um just, just who they are um what are what are some of the reactions responses uh more or less more memorable ones that that you can think of when when people go on these trips and learn this from you
4: um i think it's definitely a boost of self confidence self esteem you know what okay. i'm saying this Yes, it's more so an experience. It's hard to explain, but for example, like Mm -hmm. I said, we Mm -hmm. go to Mm -hmm. Egypt and you see these some of the greatest monuments that were Mm -hmm. ever built, and you go inside these uh, tombs and temples, and you see people that look like you, black people, afros and braids, or Mm -hmm. you know, even reconnecting with the West African. Um, mm-hmm. history because like I said I do genealogy I do family trees so I've been mm-hmm. able to help people trace their roots from the 1700s, 1800s mm-hmm. you know 1900s so I wow. think it's something that we all need our history is is just as mm-hmm. important as our air and our water and our food that's mm-hmm. like our guide our GPS mm-hmm. you know when you mm-hmm. type in the GPS you can type where you are going but it's going to ask where are you coming from and mm-hmm. you know that kind of alleviates a lot of things that you may come across in your path, roadblocks, right. construction work, police, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. navigates you. You know where you come from. You know, you'll be a more confident person. And I've taken middle school students, college students, yeah. high school students, elders, mm-hmm. young adults. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something that it lasts a lifetime. So you don't have to mm-hmm. be too old or too young or, you know what I'm saying? It's for everybody.
0: Yeah, gotcha beautiful beautiful and i and so well said i love that point about um how how important history is uh like air and water uh indeed um i got a few more questions uh before i ask you to share uh, another piece or we could play uh something that you've sent um so i wanted to get your definition of racism uh before we talk about your book
4: oh okay wow um I think racism is more like a like a power dynamic, you know, people having the ability to make laws that affect mm-hmm. another group of people's lives, having control over another group, um, making the determination whether you'll go to jail or whether you'll go free or whether you can buy a house in this neighborhood or whether you can get a loan for your business or a loan for your car or whether you'll have healthy food or whether you can mm-hmm. go to this school or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, I, I think. That's racism.
0: Mm, okay. Um, did you experience it in, uh, in your travels?
4: Um, the most racism I experienced was in America. So I think when you go to Africa, a lot of the racial oppression is almost non-existent. Like, say, for hmm. example, you go to a country, say you go to Ethiopia, you fly with Ethiopian Airways. It's a black-owned airline. The flight attendants are black. The pilots are black. You go to the airport named after somebody black, you go to the ATM, the people on the money are black, the taxi driver, Mm. the baggage handler, the fireman, the police, the president, the mayor, the governor, everybody is black. You get what I'm saying? So it's instantly uh, hundreds of pounds of pressure lifted off of you. So. You know, i never been in mm-hmm. Africa and somebody say, oh, you black, we're going to get you. You know what I'm saying? Or you black, you mm-hmm. can't come here. You know what I'm saying? It, usually if they find out you're an American, they'll embrace you. They'll show you even more love. You know what I'm saying? Mm, That's
0: okay. Like, That's very interesting. So even in uh, a country like Ethiopia, where you have different sort of representations of Africans, um, different levels of, uh, of melanin, um, you might... does. Do you, do you see any, any of that kind of playing out? I uh, I don't like to use this word colorism. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really all just racism. Um, but if I were to, for lack of a better term, um, do you see that kind of thing, um, playing out where you have sort of, uh, the phenotypical traits, but you have the European, um, mentality or attitudes, uh, and of mistreatment, uh, and injustices, um, any of that? Did you see any of that? Just the same?
4: Well, yeah, definitely amongst Africans. I wouldn't say it's in every country, but say for (laughs) Ethiopia, for example, it's a country with over 80 different ethnic groups. You know what I'm saying? So coming Uh, from America, I couldn't look at them and tell, like, oh, you from this tribe or you from that tribe. It's Mm -hmm. not really that obvious as you're a white person. You get what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm, their differences mm -hmm. a lot of times stem back from european colonialism or groups of europeans coming in and taking the land then Mm -hmm. maybe when they leave they redivide the land and empower Mm -hmm. one group of people over another group of people so you do have Mm -hmm. you know different things going on in africa but as far as just straight racism like oh no you black you know i don't think that is as you know much as an issue as in america
0: america Mm. indeed I, i find that um in different conversations, I uh, sometimes uh, America gets to gets branded as having like its own <laughs> its own brand, if you will, uh, of racism. Um, yeah, I
4: think so, man. Because a lot of countries they they studied America because they was the best right. at it. Germany, South Africa, mm. any place you could think of, they they mm. followed in the footsteps of America.
0: Deep, indeed. Um. You touched on this a little bit earlier, uh, but I just want to mention this again. You in your travels, you participated in fundraisers, uh, food drives, uh, back to school giveaways uh, for people that are in need in both Cleveland, um, Haiti, the Philippines um, and other countries. Um, Where are some of the most uh, memorable places that you that you travel to to uh, provide some um, some of your service work?
4: Man, I don't know. It's hard. I've been to so many places. Like, you know, they are special to me. So I don't, you know, okay, really okay. put one over the other. But um,
0: gotcha. when I was
4: I was living in the Dominican Republic, I studied mm-hmm. abroad there. I was going to a university. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my classes would be in the morning. So in the afternoons, we would go okay. to an orphanage and we would volunteer. You know, mm-hmm. we're working with kids that don't have a mom, they don't have a dad. And they're mm-hmm. like independently ran orphanages because okay. you, you will see kids out there. They they may be sleeping outside like we don't see that in America we see
0: Not, usually we'll right. see adults adults yeah
4: you know what I'm saying but it's kids that's on the street so there was a okay. lady she was kind of organizing an orphanage so we would you know donate money we would help clean the orphanage we would paint the walls donate okay. food um, I did a mm-hmm. lot of tutoring you know I would bring my laptop okay. in I would let them play the mm-hmm. games you know educational games we would do arts mm-hmm. and crafts with them and different things like that you know because like I say they. Some of those kids never met their parents, so right. just just spending time with them, you know, that's was, mm, was that's a how big they measure girl.
0: time uh, or measure love, I, I should say, is is T I M E. So I've heard, uh, yeah, that's that's awesome work, man. Really huge, huge heart, uh, and uh, just spreading the love out there um, and putting the work behind it. Keep on doing your thing, bro. Um, thank definitely, you, thank you. I
4: appreciate. You.
0: Indeed. Yes, sir. Um, and yes, I think you had another uh, thing that you're going to share with us, another poem, or I could play something if you'd like.
4: Oh, yeah. Throw that music on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got uh, uh, Black of the Berry, or I got Young Gun or Legendary. What you want?
4: Uh, You're throwing up the, the Black of the Berry.
0: All right. Here we go. Let me play this first.
2: the juice, boy don't you be scary come and see what it do, once you take a bite of this forbidden fruit, you will lose yourself, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, boy don't you be scary come and see what it do, once you take a bite of this forbidden fruit, you will lose yourself. Melanated
3: goddess A title that fits you but still is modest I'm just being honest You gave me life, I'm still astonished To submit, I promise Every day I must pay homage give me strength and knowledge to help me break this European My Black queen, forgive us for the times we betrayed My black queen forgive us for the times that we played My black queen forgive us for the times that we raped. My black queen forgive us for the times that we slayed black queen forgive us for the times we did not save My black queen forgive us for the times we tried to break My black queen Forgive us for the times we enslaved you Forgive us for the times we disobeyed you The
2: black of the berry, the sweet of the juice Boy, don't you be scary, come and see what it do Once you take a bite of this forbidden fruit You will lose yourself The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice Boy, don't you be scary, come and see what it do Once you take a bite of this forbidden fruit, you will
3: Dark skin, brown skin, light skin, a mix, we all Africans. And they brought us in on the same ships, made a strip, put us in their chains and beat us with their whips. The black woman is the sole reason we exist. My black queen, thank you for giving us birth, my black queen. Thank you for letting us nurse, my black queen. Thank you for putting us first, my black queen. Thank you for seeing our work, my black queen Thank you for making it work. my black queen Thank you for surviving the worst, my black queen Thank you for healing this hurt, my black queen Thank you for life on earth
2: The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice Boy, don't you be scary, come and see what it do Once you take a bite of this forbidden fruit You will lose Yourself The blacker of the berry, the sweeter the juice Boy, don't you be scary, come and see what it do Once you take a bite of this forbidden fruit You will lose Yourself My black queen My black queen
3: My black queen My black queen
0: Yes, yes, dope, dope joint right there. Thank Black you so Berry. much. I
4: appreciate that, King. It's
0: fantastic, man. Love that joint right there. My kind of joint. Um, all right. I hope we'll see if there is time uh, for one more uh, from uh, from Taye and um, and Treasure. So we've got probably about uh, thirty minutes left. Uh, in our I that, here But it I is need that.
1: I need to know where That can be found
0: <laughs> Oh thank you Thank you
1: Just had to thank say you. that I didn't I gotta find it I'll send it to you
0: That's what's up um, It's Pod Poets Trivia Time So we are about to get Right back into the swing Of things Six points For Treasure And seven points uh, For Ty and And um, I think we'll start this off Yeah We'll uh, have This is gonna be a mix So these questions Are gonna be a mix of individual questions and group questions but i'll let you know which is which i will start this round off with uh treasure what category would you like to start us off with
1: um rhythm and poetry
0: rhythm and poetry you got it here we go this is this is a long line here it is I was 20 years behind the times. So you found an audience ready. I do not disown you. Do not disown your progeny. Is this from a rap song or a poem?
1: Oh. I
4: would have to say a poem.
0: This will be a group one for you guys.
1: Oh, okay. Um, rap song.
0: Okay. Poem from Taille. And you said rap? Um, mm-hmm. Treasure? rap.
1: Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Taye is right on this one. That is a poem from Ezra Pound. Salutation the second. That's beautiful. Alright, let's uh, have Taye select a category for us. Uh, you got any more rhythm and poetry? Yes, we do, sir. I got a line coming up for you here. The shot that killed him. Yes, I heard. As I heard the thousand shots before. The shot that killed him. Yes, I heard. As I heard the thousand shots before. This will be just uh, just for you. uh, Tiger.
4: Is that a song?
0: This is actually a poem. Oh, this okay. one is actually poetry by Gwendolyn Brooks. Oh, wow. The boy died in my alley. All right, Treasure, you are up. And this will be just um, for you.
1: Did you have, like, LGBT, Black LGBTQ up there still?
0: Yes, we okay. do. Oh, your question is, I'm going to introduce our uh, countdown timer as we sort of wind down in the uh, in the show here so uh, we can move things along a little bit quicker and hopefully scare you a little bit uh marsha p johnson was an outspoken transgender rights activist known for being a central figure in the stonewall riots of 1969 and was also the subject of a netflix documentary called is it a the life and death of marsha p johnson b the stonewall riots of 69 c what black pride looks like or d bold black entrance that's definitely a yes it is correct (laughs) the life and death of Marsha p johnson well done fast okay Taye, you are up sir what category for you
4: okay you got any more uh
0: whiz words yeah we do here you go got a few more of those Okay, you are. What sort of reputation is redoubtable? What sort of reputation is redoubtable? Is it A. Eager, B. Formidable, C. Suspicious, or D. Sullen? What 10, type 9, of nine, oh, okay. eight, 7, 6, five, four, uh, D, uh, suspicious. Three, two, suspicious. 1. C. C Susmissive. is not correct. Mm. Unfortunately not. No, this one was B. Formidable.
5: Mm.
0: All right, Treasure, you are up. And this is going to be just for you. I'm going to do
1: um, Black LGBTQ.
0: All right. We are back over there. Here's your question. Racial and class divisions sometimes made it difficult for black and white women to see themselves as on the same side. In the, is it, a feminist movement, b the BLM movement, or c the labor rights movement? Mm. Ten. I want see C seven. Yeah. Six. This five, one is actually, actually four, it's a, a, isn't it? Three, yeah. It is Two. A. Yep, the feminist movement.
1: I'm thinking the twenties. Don't mind me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like that you are being pulled in a couple directions there.
1: Most definitely.
0: All right, ty You are up, sir. What category for you?
1: Uh
0: what's up with the stuff folder? We ain't did that yet. All right, let's or, take a look. Is, is that a it is yep we still got a uh that category and it's basically just different stuff it could be different types of categories uh could be u.s history could be uh almost anything just stuff you know here's your question a 10 year old was among hundreds of demonstrators protesting the death of freddie gray outside of which police station in april of 2015 where was it? Was it A, at the Baltimore Police Western District in Maryland? Was it B, the Metropolitan Police Department in St. Louis? Was it C, the Saint Anthony Police Department of Minnesota, or D, the New York Police Department, NYC? Uh, Baltimore. Yes, that is correct. Well done. Okay. Treasure, you are up. What category for you?
2: I'll do
1: stuff. I liked it. It's
0: a folder. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Here we go. Question is, decade of the 1950s in the United States was characterized by which of the following? Was it A, more women than men in the legal and the medical professions? Was it B, a declining birth rate? Was it C, widespread use of oral contraceptives? Or D a steady rise in the number of women employees in the overall workforce. Ten. The last one. Nine, eight, seven, Ah, steady six, rise in the number of five, women employed four, in the overall workforce three, is correct. Two. Yes. Well done. Well done. It is a very very close game. Few more questions to go. We have uh, eight points uh, for treasure. And nine points for Taye. Keeping it close, huh? Okay. That's cool. That's cool. All right, Taye. What category for you, sir? Uh,
4: The stuff folder.
0: Okay. over there. Here. Okay. The mood of the, quote, beat generation is best reflected in which of the following? The mood of the beat generation is best reflected in which of the following? Is it A, Jack Kerouac's On the Road? Is it B, F. Scott Fitzgerald's This Side of Paradise? Is it C, Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman? Or is it D, J.D. Salinger's Catcher in the Rye? Man, uh, C. Going with C on this, Arthur Miller's. This one is actually A. Mm. On the Road by Jack Heroics. Good guess. Here we go. Sliding on over to Treasure. Let's get a couple more questions out of this round.
1: I'm going to keep it up with stuff. All right. I'm We're these stuff. questions.
0: All right. Here you go. In a not guilty verdict, the officer charged with second degree uh, manslaughter in the July 2016 murder of Philando Castile was named was it a Geronimo Yanez b Timothy Loman or c George Zimmerman a a Geronimo Yanez is correct Very, very nicely done. Indeed. And you tied it up right there. So we are going to uh, stop right there for now. And um, I have a few more questions. They're sort of like rapid fire questions. Um, Basically, answer as quickly as you can. You don't have to think too much. Um, Here we go. Let's scroll down to those and fire away. right we'll also uh, save some time a little later for you to let folks know what you've got going on how they can contact you stay in touch please feel free to text and share your websites uh, and that sort of information uh in the chat for those that are here with us vibing and big up big up big up wherever you are listening from once again thanks for tuning in This is the Pod Poets Lounge game show. We're chilling with hip-hop artist Taye and Newark's own treasure board, Poet and Educator. Check out the Pod Poets InstaPlay trivia game for this episode, number 31, on Instagram, where the fun and the celebration continues. So, here we are. I've got these uh, questions for... Okay, we'll start with you, um, Taye. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Has there been any reactions to your lyrics or uh, your, your, any of your songs that ever surprised you?
4: Uh, No, not really. Not at this point. I mean, I'm just thankful for the feedback. You know what I'm saying? It's usually something mm-hmm. positive for sure.
0: Okay. What do you want people to get when they think about your brand?
4: Man, you know, black excellence, black beauty, black love, mm. black history. You know, black family, for sure.
0: Okay. Do you have any hidden talents people might not know about you?
4: Nah, not really.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, If your pen could rewrite a part of history, where would you go and why? Oh, wow.
4: i will probably have to start with, you know, the slave trade. I would have to rewrite that.
0: You know, we've been kind
4: of shattered since then.
0: Okay. And one of your favorite ways to relax, either before or after or uh, when you are uh, writing? Mm. I think maybe listening to music. Okay. Okay. Um, is there anything that you become sort of laser focused about or really mindful of uh, when you're about to perform, like almost immediately, whether it's your energy level eye contact, or your breathing, or your posture, anything like that?
4: I try to focus
0: on my breathing. That's my biggest, you know, uh, hurdle. Okay. What is the last body part you would want to write a poem or a song about?
4: Hmm. Yeah, man, I, the last part, body part, probably maybe my, mm-hmm. my feet, my, my legs, and my feet or something. Okay.
0: All right. What is uh, one bad and one good habit that you've learned from a celebrity and you don't have to name the celebrity
4: hmm I mean a bad habit is you know you can't you can't trust everybody you can't take care of everybody you know what I'm saying you got to keep okay. those circles small
0: okay all right any good habits you learned from a celebrity
4: um consistency sticking with it
0: ah okay for sure for sure And um, do you prefer writing or typing? Uh,
4: If it's music, I prefer to write.
0: Okay. And uh, a couple more. For you at this stage of your life, do you prefer endless money or endless justice?
4: Uh, Endless justice, for sure.
0: Okay. And uh, what home appliance do you use the most these days? Oh, definitely the blender. The blender, ah, for the juices. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what's up. Okay, sir, those are your rapid fire questions. Um, you, I think we can squeeze in maybe another piece. Um, if you, you got a track uh, left. Yes,
4: sir. Uh, revolutionaries go to heaven.
0: Okay, Let's see if we can get to as much of that as we can. Here we go. Another dope, dope track, by the way. Yes, sir.
3: It's like we cursed to be born black We was kings and queens, now look where we at I know it won't be long before we take it back I just hope I live long enough to see it happen And that's a fact Cause one thing when you pro-black You might love your people but they may not love you back For more than 400 years we've been under attack We survived slavery and then they gave us crack Do revolutionaries go to heaven? 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 I want to know. Do revolutionaries go to heaven? I hope so. Do revolutionaries go to heaven? I want to know. Do revolutionaries go to heaven? My mind runs a million miles per hour They can't stop me, they ain't got the power If they put me in the ground, I still rise like a flower Higher than the Eiffel Tower Ancestors give me power to devour Each and every enemy and every Guts of Fred Hampton, Mark Clark Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks Bob Marley and peter tosh and all the slaves who had to run away in the dark you in my heart this for the lost martyrs the old mama Geez and Punchy carters and all the comrades that's locked away on false charges and all the soldiers that fought regardless and those who died in the freedom rides and long marches do revolutionaries go to heaven 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 Revolutionaries go to heaven. I wanna know. Do revolutionaries go to heaven? I hope so. Do revolutionaries go to heaven. I wanna know. Do revolutionaries go to heaven? I hope so. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
4: Thank you. Thank you, King. I truly appreciate you.
0: You're welcome, man. Um, made me think about uh, Tupac's question. Doug uh, hmm. Mansion, I think it is. Oh, yeah. Made me think about that. Hmm. Hmm. It's a powerful question, man. It's a really powerful question. I would love to go into that if we have more time. You know, do revolutionaries go to heaven? Huh. Certainly, sacrifice right. Dying for a that. cause that's greater okay. than yourself. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you should you should reap the reap the benefits of such a such, such a sacrifice, uh, such selflessness? What on the other side? We transition the next chapter. Um, powerful song, powerful powerful song. Um, okay, so we've got a few more minutes remaining. Um, I do want to shift over to uh, to treasure for these rapid fire questions and then see if we have time for maybe a quick piece. Uh, yep. So I would love to hear, even if it's a quick piece, a few lines. <laughs> oh my. Okay. All right, treasure. Here you go. Your rapid fire questions. Do you have any hidden talents that people might not know about? I have a policy license. Oh, okay. Um, what do you want people to get when they think about your brand? change mm. hmm. if your pen could rewrite a part of history where would you go and why
1: 1920s Renaissance
0: okay why
1: um, the sacrifices in that time for black women specifically um, mm-hmm. and being marginalized and put in a box mm-hmm. um, people like Ma Rainey um, mm-hmm. are huge influences um, Billie Holiday yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. all those women that kind of turned everything on its head for the sake of their art, but also Mm sacrifice for the sake of it as well. I would want to go there.
0: Mm, No doubt you'd be in good company. Okay. Uh, Favorite ways to relax before, after, or when you write? Um, Singing. Okay. Um, One bad and one good habit that you picked up from, uh, from a celebrity.
1: Um, always remain human
0: okay. um, mm. and
1: oh. you don't have to always be on the scene.
0: Thank you, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Mm. Okay. Love it. All right. Do you prefer writing or typing? Uh, typing. Okay. How do you celebrate when something big good happens?
1: Um, I call my mom. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. So keep
0: so, the celebration going, Mom. Yeah. I like that. Um, what home appliance do you use uh, most often these days? Oh, the oven. <laughs> <laughs> air fryer slash oven. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you know, we first got our air fryer, and oh, it's a it's really a game changer. Man, mm-hmm. listen to me. At first, like <laughs> that was not the best investment, and now every day, like every day, every day multiple times, oh, yeah. it's getting used. mm-hmm You know it. Yeah, we we we. We Um, Endless money or endless justice for you at this stage of life?
1: Endless justice.
0: Mm. And where's your favorite place to write? In the shower. Mm. All up in the dome i'm i'm a long bath
1: girl long shower girl so i can be there like two hours oh with the notepad okay
0: yeah or my phone i'm a big typer on my phone like notes is my best friend yeah oh likewise that's what's up and um has there uh been any reactions to your poetry uh or songs that has ever surprised you
1: yes um yeah um (laughs) super quick um Again, writing about my mom all the time, um, being honest about uh, having other women talk to their mothers and open up to their mothers. Um, I've apparently influenced a lot of people to do that um, and to finally like, talk about some traumas. And I think that's that's yeah. been a huge thing because every time i get to perform i think it's a blessing and i, I take mm-hmm. it as such um mm-hmm. so it's a huge compliment when people can come up to you and say you know i'm going to call my mom <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm going to tell her important. you know how i feel so
0: yeah mm mm doing that work mm. okay i love that by the way that, i oh, i love that story you, right thank there you. yeah that's what's up that that is just magical okay um lastly is there anything that um that you become sort of laser focused on and mindful of uh, immediately or shortly after you're about to perform or start performing, either energy level, eye contact, posture?
1: Um, definitely energy. Um, okay. I try to give myself as much grace as possible because okay. if I'm nervous, I need to give myself that grace. So it's okay if you fumble, yeah. it's okay to forget. Yeah. Uh, and that sets the tone mm. for me, the entire uh, nice. performance.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And setting that tone is so important um yeah for all y'all are listening out there you know uh up-and-coming aspiring poets or spoken word artists uh definitely take in the gems from um both of these uh guests tonight uh, they got a lot of them uh lastly okay i think we have some time yeah we have a few minutes mm-hmm. do you have another piece yeah check?
1: yeah uh this is some new ish too so yeah lay it on um, here we go um, okay.
2: They say time heals, don't go build no life without me Cause you're mine
1: still, and I don't wanna go unless you make me That doesn't sound strange to you, love becomes a tactical distraction You know like a strategic deflection, see how I said the same thing? Annoyed is the educated fool known for sex and stimulating conversation Toxicity tastes better with no chaser, so stop talking Stop making sense. Don't start being open about your traumas. Actually, talk about your abandonment issues in a home with three kids and just a mama. Twelve numbers, two hands, full circle and still outnumbered. Time only heals when bonds are healthy. Any bond that doesn't build anything is a liability. Long gone should be our father's ideas of promiscuity. See, I took a trip to guilt upon exiting. You know, like falling into a trap of manipulative piranhas. Same thing. How I succeed after I leave is none of your concern, was never raised as property. Some people, just people like precious metals, some may even say treasure. You can take your rap dressed up in genius and save your production and go. I don't want to go unless you make me. How many lives will we lose to love? How many lives will we lose to love? How many lives will we lose to love that knows no boundaries? Thank you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Once again, so delightful. Thank you, treasure. Appreciate that. Thank you. Very welcome. I'm glad that we had some time to uh, to hear something else uh, from you. Uh, and those who feel like they got teased a bit tonight um, mm-hmm. with this, please, please follow and check out um, these guests um, and check out their work. All right. So we're going to shift over back to the Pod Poets Trivia for our last few questions. I actually I'm going to take us into the rhythm and poetry category and we're going to do two questions each because you're tied up now. We're going to do two questions each and see uh, see how you see if see who wins. So we'll start off with um, with Treasure. And here is the first one for you from the rhythm and poetry category. And then after this, we will uh, wrap up. Oh, here's your question. Uh, I'm sorry, your line. let me know if it's rap song or poem. For you, I would peel open the clouds like new fruit and give you lightning and thunder as a dowry. and I would clasp the constellations across your waist.
1: Mm. Mm. This is this is mm, so mm. this is poetry. <laughs> um even if it's not, it's a dope line, but poetry. I'm gonna go with poetry.
0: Oh, unfortunately, this one it's is a rap. I knew rap. It. Yeah. But guess what? It's from Most Def featuring Jill Scott.
1: See, so half it, and
0: half. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> man, this was a tough one for you. I feel, I, mm, this was a tough one for you. Um, Man, okay. Here you go. Here's your next one. Let's get it here. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Mm, mm, that was good. Mm. It's a mixed one. Okay, here we are. I was saying it to stop the sensation of falling off the round turning world into cold blue black space. Is this a rap song or a poem?
1: I'm so conflicted. That's, hmm hmm I'm learning so much tonight. It's a poem. <laughs> I'm gonna just go with my first heart. It's a poem.
0: Yes, you yes. are correct. <laughs> that is a poem. From uh, "In the Waiting Room" by Elizabeth Bishop. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got one out of your last two, puts you at nine. Okay, ten points. Okay, ten points. And uh, Taye,
4: yes, sir. You ready, sir?
0: Okay. Here are your two questions from the same category. Okay, cool. The versatile. Honey-sticking, wild golden child dwelling in the rotten apple, you get tackled or caught by the devil's lasso. Is this from a rap or a poem? That's a rap. Okay. That is correct, sir. Yes, from Nas. The world is yours. And here is your next line. I was ten when they buried you. At 20, I tried to die and get back, back, back to you. Is this from a rap song or a poem?
4: 10,
0: 6 Okay, five. that is correct. Yay, yes, Taye! And with that, congratulations to Taye. Awesome.
1: Congratulations. Well done.
0: This is one of our episode 30. <laughs> uh, congratulations as well, of course, to Treasure Board. Yes, Treasure is going to be receiving our sponsorship prize from CompuFix Solutions. So look out for that email, Treasure. That'll be a free uh, diagnostics repair from this IT uh, services provider that we partnered awesome. with. Um, we have uh, probably about... 20 seconds or so each if uh, we can do that to just let folks know any final thoughts words and where they can contact you I uh, will start with you treasure
1: Um. So first I put it in the chat but it's evaluculture.com for all our merch anything about us My personal Instagram is Trey, evolution is our Instagram as well and Trey's Golden Confections is the vegan
0: donuts Yes Alright and Ty. I got to check those
4: out. Oh, okay. I definitely want to thank y'all for having me on the show. I had a great time. Um, If anybody have any um, questions about the tours, traveling, the book, the music, they can reach me at CampCleveland.org. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Camp Cleveland.
0: All right. Fantastic. Uh, thank you again for listening wherever you are, for spending some time with us. Email Lounge at gmail.com for bookings. And you can always vibe live right here. Stay tuned for our next show, episode number 32. We are going to be live. Thank you to our special guests, Treasure and Taye for blessing the space. It was a true pleasure having you on the show, evidenced by the smile on my face. Stay safe and stay positive and take good care. Peace. All right. Peace, family.
1: Peace, family.
0: Peace. Congratulations to episode 31's winner traveler, historian, and author ta ye And thank you to Treasure for blessing the Pod Poets Lounge with your spirit, your light, and your intelligence. Remember to listen on your favorite app and tune in June 5th for our next episode of fun celebrating these amazing poets 7 to 9 Eastern Time. And next month, we have some exciting news to announce. Our newest sponsorship partner is Sunny's Way Images. Get to know them at Sunny'sWayImages.com for service and pricing. And look out for the Spilled Ink Showcase featuring and remember to follow the Inc. Magazine, check out the Words I Never Said podcast every Wednesday hosted by God's Inc. Also next Wednesday, I want you to check out Adulting and Erotic Poetry podcast featuring adult fun, conversation, comedy and erotic poetry hosted by JP Justice, Mona Bode and Shonda P. Showtime is 9 to 11 every Wednesday at Facebook.com forward slash Wednesday Night Adulting. I had the pleasure of stopping by for an episode there and it was really, really a lot of fun. Once again to you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. And as always, thanks for listening. Peace.